What's up, everybody? Welcome to another show with the old bros. Uh, man, it's been a long time coming. Uh, it's been a while since we last did a show, but it's good to be back. Feels good to be back. Hopefully, we can get on a consistent routine. It's just a lot of good things happening in our lives right now that just couldn't find the right time, but it's good to be back. Hello, everybody. Yeah, it's uh, good to be back. Uh, good to um, get back on track and uh, get another show in. Uh, it's a lot going on in the world of sports, and I think, uh, you know, we get so caught up our, ourselves with our daily lives and sports and everything um, that we haven't uh, been on the, on the pod, but uh, we're uh, glad to be back, and uh, we got a lot of content to talk about today, uh, especially uh, with, you know, baseball playoffs heating up, and uh, that'll probably be the first thing we're going to get into here. Um, uh, this this baseball uh, MLB has some kind of bubbles so uh, planned out so hopefully we could get that um, get that going and apparently after today's games which is today is Wednesday Wednesday the twenty third uh, a lot of these teams are going to start going uh, playoff teams are going to start quarantining so that means. They're not going back home to their houses, their families. It's pretty much baseball park and hotel. So it should be interesting on how baseball has it set up. Uh, just from the just from seeing how everything's been going or their ideas, uh, we like it. I, I mean, I like it. I don't know if uh, my brother here does, but I know for sure I like kind of the ideas that they've thrown out there. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. I mean, I mean the thing that does suck, like I said, that or the thing I didn't understand was uh, the NL teams going to the the playing in an AO ballpark, and you have the AO uh, coming out to a National League ballpark. That was kind of weird to me, but uh, I don't know why they did that. But looks like you guys are gonna be having some home games out there in Houston, maybe. <laughs> but what do you what do you think about uh? The standings before, like, is there any team that has surprised you? Maybe, um, I think there's been a quite few teams that surprised me. Um, the American League Central, you know, you got the White Sox winning the division, and then you got uh, the Indians and Twins uh, clinching as well. I'm not sure if the Twins clinched already, but I know the Cleveland clinched and the White Sox. So I think that's a that's pretty that's pretty crazy, man. Three teams out of the AL Central. Um, also a big surprise team, the Cincinnati Reds from the National League. I think they made some trades down the move and, uh, I think they really picked it up and they, they beat in, uh, San Francisco for that eight spot. Yeah, I think the Reds are an interesting team. Uh, I guess the way they got eight teams going from each, uh, each, uh, conference. So kind of like with... Kind of like what uh, the NBA does, you know. They got eight, eight on each side. Uh, what we have on this side, I guess, on the NL. I mean, if if you know playoffs were to end right now, I guess you could say Dodgers, uh, Cincinnati, uh, first first round. You know, the thing that that's a little, uh, it's a little different, and I don't. I hope you know this doesn't catch us or bite us in in the ass. Is a uh, you know. The first round is a three-game series, so I mean, 
I feel like in a three-game series, it doesn't matter where you're playing because there's no fans right now anyways. So it doesn't matter where you play. But in a three-game series, I mean, a team like the Reds, they got nothing to lose. They'll throw out their best three best pitchers and, you know, r- run them out there till they, uh, you know, till, till they're done, till they're gassed. And and kind of go with the with the flow and, and be like, hey, you know, if we beat two, the Dodgers two out of three games, we advance. And that's going to be the interesting part about this playoffs. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's to me the interesting team in the NL. Obviously, you're going to have more interesting teams this year because there's more teams getting in. I mean, Miami Miami's another surprise. I mean, a lot of teams had them picking first in, in the MLB draft. Uh, just because of the all the talent they've traded away over the years, but that also goes to show how much talent they acquired in a lot of those trades, like Giancarlo's and maybe the Yelich trade. Uh, so yeah, Miami's right in the thick of things, uh, in the middle of the pack. They would probably play San Diego if things were to finish today. Uh, Cubs, Phillies, uh, that's another you know interesting one, and Braves, Cardinals. It seems like the Braves and the Cardinals always match up in the playoffs, so that that'd probably be interesting. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure, uh, I'm pretty sure the Braves have some type of revenge that they're looking for after what happened last year in the division series. Uh, and let's go to the AL. I mean, I guess the AL you could. The biggest surprise to me, I think, is the number one team, the Devils. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, there was a lot of experts or a lot of and also YouTube stars that picked the the race to win that division and it was kind of shocking because you know you think of 60 games you think a a team like the Yankees will will dominate that and you know go away with the AL East but yeah the Tampa Bay Rays have been a good team in the past and you know they they really built something there in Tampa Bay and they can be a scary team out there you know they knocked the Yankees out of that AL East championship so but yeah, man. Also, the other teams I find interesting too are the Chicago White Sox. For them to win that division with the Twins and Cleveland Indians there, man, that's pretty tough. And um, yeah, the the I think the Twins already clinched as well. But that's 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 gonna be cool, man. I'm it's good to see Chicago back in the the playoffs, and they're the number two seed as well as the Chicago Cubs in the National League. So I think that's cool. And to see the Blue Jays in there as well, man. It, they haven't been there, and they got a, a lot of young talent, so I think that's cool to see them, too. And I'm also glad for Oakland, man, that they won the AL West. You know, it's always been Houston's division, but in a weird year like this, uh, Oakland was finally able to pull it off, and I know they lost Chapman for the season. That's going to be that's gonna hurt them, but um, we'll see if Oakland can finally make some noise in the in the playoffs, you know? And then, then I, I also think Miami and uh, Phillies, they're battling it out for that uh, for that two-spot in the AOE, so we'll see how that plays out. As of right now, Miami's on top by, like, half a game. Yeah, it's a, it's a interesting, I think, the way uh, baseball has it set up. Uh, you know, Manford had some news out the other day saying that there might be fans uh, for the league championship series and... Uh, World Series. Uh, hopefully that's the case and we can have some type of people enjoy it uh, in these stadiums. I know a lot of the states have their restrictions still, like California. You can't have people in the stands yet, but I know out in Texas is a little different. Uh, so that's where MLB is trying to have some of these uh, teams play out in Texas, Houston, uh, these uh, in these stadiums. So 
uh, I think what MLB has done that I like so far, I mean, during the regular season is they pretty much said uh, if one team cannot have fans, no team has fans. I thought that was pretty fair, and, and I thought that was pretty legit on how they did that. Uh, I do question what the NFL is doing in, on allowing some teams to have fans and others not. That, that to me, is a little, like, sketch in, in the sense where how are you going to punish one team and not another team? I mean, it should be fair all the way around. So kudos to MLB for at least doing that during the regular season. I guess as far as playoffs, uh, I am surprised that MLB chose Dodger Stadium as and San Diego as one of the, one of the sites for the AL uh, playoffs and stuff like that because I just felt like maybe they could have gone maybe I don't know another another stadium like for example Missouri the Royals you know they they apparently allow fans out there like you know um, where the Chiefs play so. So I would think that maybe the KC Royals also would allow some type of fans. So that that that's kind of that that kind of threw me off a bit. But I mean, I guess MLB is just trying to get uh, just get these playoffs in, and uh, hopefully, hopefully uh, we'll decide a champion, and hopefully it's the Dodgers. Yeah, that is pretty interesting. I think I would have liked uh, Colorado would be the main uh, field for the National League. Imagine a World Series in Denver in the snow. <laughs> Yeah. How cool would that be? Yeah, very cool. <laughs> nah, but MLB has done a good job, man. Um, but uh, I'm really happy for MLB. I'm excited for these playoffs, even though my team's not in. But man, it's gonna be a weird year. But do you think these, like this 18 thing, is here to stay? You think, or do you think it's just a one-time thing? Just the circumstances that we're in. No, I really think it's a one-time thing. I think eight teams getting into the playoffs is it's a lot of teams. Especially in baseball, I think baseball the way they have it set up right now is, you know, pretty much five teams getting in. It's the three divisions and the two wild cards, uh, which is I think that that that's cool. You know, I think that that's good. Plus the the, the two wild cards battle it out in one game playoff, so that's that's pretty cool too. Uh, I think the way MLB, I think just because this season it was so different, it's only sixty games, so you got to give other teams uh, more teams a chance because it's only sixty games. So I think that's that's what MLB did that I thought was pretty cool. I mean, sixty game season, and if you look at the standings, a lot of these, a lot of these, pretty much from like, you know, five through eight. I mean, they're only like two games a game apart. So so I I like that MLB did this for this season. I don't think it's gonna stay though, but I mean, who knows what happens? Yeah, the regular five teams is pretty cool. I mean, my only thing was I. I hope they I hope they change the wild card. Even though I like the wild one game wild card, I hope they eventually change it to a three game series. I think that'll be really cool. You know, MLB is all about wanting to expand and you know expanding the playoffs, uh, making more money. I think if they would have like the home team host the first three games, uh, host the three all three games, that'd be cool. But uh, we'll see if that happens. Uh, I know there's been talks about it though. What do you think about these NBA playoffs? As of right now, Boston down three one. And uh, Lakers play tomorrow, but uh, up 2-1. What do you think? You got any predictions? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'm not going to sit here with predictions. I, 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 think, uh, I think Miami has been the surprise of the bubble. Uh, I, I thought they were a really good team 
I mean, solid team, but I never, I never saw them, you know, making it to the Eastern Conference Finals. And then not only that, but being one game away from making it to the NBA Finals, uh, they, they really surprised, surprised me. That, that just gives credit to Eric Spolstra, who's a really good coach. Uh, looks like, looks like he, he has his team rolling right now. And I don't know what happened with the Celtics. Uh, uh, as, as the people, as you may know, you know, me, I'm a Laker fan, so I really don't care what happens with the Celtics. If they get swept, they're out in five games. I could care less. But but yeah, it's yeah, I'm very surprised because I kind of I kind of thought the Celtics were going to win that series. But you know, anything can happen in the bubble. You know, look what happened to the Clippers. They blew a three-one lead. So who knows what could happen in the Eastern Conference? But but um, but yeah, well that'll be interesting to see. As far as the West, I think the Lakers. Should be able to handle business. Um, I'm not just speaking because I'm a Laker fan, but I just feel like at the end of the day, we're too big for them. Yesterday, uh, yesterday's game, you know, I know they lost, they lost, but we almost had that game. And you know what's the crazy part is our bigs like AD, McGee, and Howard only had like a total of like four rebounds. I don't think that's going to happen again this series. And I think Frank Vogel's in a preach to his players hey you guys got to grab boards you guys are much bigger than them and uh you guys just got to go out there and grab boards and uh so i i really think the lakers could probably finish this thing in five if um if they if they get playing right but you know we all cannot we cannot count out denver you know they've come back down from 3-1 but like snoop dogg said we're not the clippers the lakers are not the clippers so we'll see what happens <laughs> yeah, we're we're not the Clippers and we're not the Jazz, but um, yeah, man. Shout out to Denver, man. Denver's a good team. I feel like they've been playing good under the pressure when, uh, when it's all mattered and um, yeah, man. I, Jamal Murray, Jokic, man, they're no joke. I think they need someone else out there to compete with those guys to you know take some pressure off them and maybe um, they'll be a harder team to stop. But I, like you said, I think the Lakers should close this out. Um, just because of the size that they have, you know, and you saw in game one, game two, uh, how, uh, how are they, how they were able to get to Jokic and then, uh, like Howard being physical with him. So I think Lakers should close this out. I, like you said, in five games, but, uh, you've got to really respect what Denver has done. And I think they're, they're a couple, I don't want to say a couple years away because, they're there, man, but I, I just think a little bit more and more experience, and they'll be they'll be back in the in the Western Conference Finals at least. They're a really talented team, and for the Heat, man, uh, I know I know Jimmy Butler took a lot of heat uh, in the offseason for going to Miami, saying that he could have went somewhere else or he could have stayed with Philly. Why was he going to Miami? But and when you're paired with Eric Spolstra out there, who I think is probably the second best coach in the NBA. Uh, that what they've done in Miami is pretty cool, man. And a lot of these young guys, like Hero, stepping up. He had dropped 36 points today. So, and they have a lot of good uh, three-point shooters out there in Miami. And what they've been able to do with Boston, that, that's pretty crazy. Because Boston's been, they've been with this core for about three years now, three, four years. So, and I, I feel like we're holding Boston back a little bit is uh, Jason Tatum has uh, is a great, 
player, great upcoming player, but I feel like he's come a little short in these big moments and these probably growing pains for him and he'll probably learn from this, but um like today uh today's game I think he had zero points in the whole first half. So it's just things like this when you need your star to step up. Uh Tatum hasn't answered yet, but I I'm pretty confident he will. He he's gonna get through this, but as for now, Miami looks like the dominant team and looking to end this in game five. Yeah, I mean, you know, Tatum's an awesome player. Uh, and I just feel like I just feel like sometimes these young players go through these growing pains. But I don't know. I just feel like Boston, this Boston team has been together for a while. And, you know, at least three, four years, right? They, they've been rolling with this team and they've made playoffs. They, you know, they've caught in people by surprise, by even some, you know, in years past. And, you know, now, like, you know, I feel like they could have been there last year also. But uh, for some reason, they, they, you know, this year, like, it, it was kind of set. I kind of felt like it was set up for them to be there. You know, with Milwaukee out and and uh, some of these other big Eastern Conference teams out, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I you got to give Miami a lot of credit, though. I I think Miami has has surprised a lot of a lot of teams, and Jimmy Butler has been playing out of his mind, uh, and they're 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 a good team. Um, so you got to give them a lot of credit, well coached and everything. So we'll see what happens. As we see, as we've seen in this bubble, no three-one lead is safe. So uh, we gotta just, uh, we just gotta just wait and see. I mean, wait and see what happens uh, with these teams, and uh, and let's just hope that we have a, a awesome NBA finals. Yeah, we'll see how this uh, NBA season plays out. Uh, from the basketball court in Orlando, we move on to NFL. What a week, too, man. Have you ever seen anything like this week two that we just had? No, I haven't. And it's been it's been a crazy week too. I've seen so many injuries. Starting with my team, we've had so many injuries. Uh, and I also see uh, Shaquan Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, a lot of these guys, uh, Corn and Sutton, a lot of these big time players go down, and it's like, whoa, what's happening? Uh, my, my guess is uh, it has a lot to do with not just the preseason, because I know, you know, people are going to say, Hey, you know, there's never, the stars never play in the preseason. Yeah. But you know, they always do get warmed up. Usually it's the second or third game where they, they get like, play a couple quarters each game. So you got to get your body warmed up. You got to get, you got to hit somebody else. You got to feel, you know, feel the physic physicality of the game. And then I think another big, big thing is OTAs. No OTAs because that's where a lot of these players get their conditioning uh, going. You know, preparing for the for the season. This year there was no OTAs. You know, so I think that that's uh, that's that's causing a lot of injuries uh, in my my opinion for the season. But I just feel like this happens every year. But since we didn't have preseason, we're not because a lot of a lot of injuries do happen in the preseason. Just that, not this year. There was no uh, uh, no preseason, so I think you know the injuries are happening in the beginning of the season. So it looks a lot worse than probably what it really is. Yeah, a lot of big names went down this week. Uh, like you said, Nick Bosa, Solomon Thomas, all 
both with base ACLs. You had Jimmy G with his ankle. I think the Niners took the the the, the biggest hit. I mean, Anthony Barr from the Minnesota torn pec. He's out for the season. Uh, Malik Hooker, safety, torn Achilles. A lot of big names: Christian, Saquon, Drew Locke, out three to five weeks. Man, it, it was a crazy week. They were dropping like flies, and uh, it's crazy. Like you said, no OTAs. I think they need a little warm up before they get into these uh these high physical game that they're going into, you know, where every game matters. But um, yeah, there's been a lot. Uh, what? What what team has surprised you, or what players have surprised you, or do you see any teams or any players that people are making a big deal out of, and you're just saying, all right, give it a couple weeks, it's, they'll come down. Do you have anybody in mind? Well, I think the biggest, to me, the biggest, uh, I guess you could say biggest surprise uh, for the for the NFL season so far has been not a team, but a player, Cam Newton. I've been really surprised with the way he's been playing. Uh, he's been really efficient. Uh, and not only with his legs, but it seems like he could beat you with his arm right now. He looks like Cam Newton when he won the MVP season. Uh, I don't know if that has a lot to do with uh, Bill Belichick and his coaching, but he, he looks good. He looks good. So I, I'm happy for Cam. And, uh, I'm glad that uh, that he's in a spot where he could succeed, and and yeah, that that, that looks like that that looks like a team that's uh, I mean a player that's really surprised me, uh, and you know as far as everybody else on the Patriots, I mean they're always in it, they're always well coached, so I mean I think they're gonna be they're gonna be contending. We'll see what happens, how the season plays out. A team that I think is getting a lot of love, and and I I kind of don't understand why. Is the LA Rams uh, not because they're in our division and we're rivals with them? I just don't see it yet. I don't see it yet. I just they, you know, they played they played the Dallas Cowboys. You know, that's another team also that could be only two, but they're one and one because they got lucky on a squid kick or whatever. So I, uh, I don't know. I just think I I just really think that. That the Rams, uh, their schedule, the way it's played out. I mean, they play Philly, who's another team that's just so banged up, man. I think that's another team that I'm really surprised. I thought, I expected big things from Philly, and they're just they're horrible right now, dude. They can't, they can't throw the ball in the ocean. Car, uh, Carson Wentz, he can't throw the ball in the ocean right now, dude. He's missing far. But I don't know. What about you? Any surprises you have? I just to me, I think it's the Rams. I just, but I don't know. Yeah, a few surprises, like you said, Cam Newton. I think Cam Newton has been balling. He was one of my three surprises. Uh, another surprise, I, I don't want to say a surprise, but another guy I've been impressed with is Gardner Minshew, man, out there in Jacksonville. Like, that team's supposed to be tanking for Trevor Lawrence, and he's out there, you know, putting up some good numbers, man, against some pretty good teams. I mean, Colts are supposed to have a good defense, and they do have a good defense. But he went 19-20 there in that game with three TDs. He didn't really throw for many yards, but they had the wrong game going that game, too. So... And then he, he went up against Tennessee, and that was a shootout there in Tennessee. Uh, he had three touchdowns. He did have that costly interception near, at the end of the game. But, I mean, he's been balling. And, then you know, they don't really have much weapons. You know, they trade for an edge. They got Chark out there. And then the other receiver, Chalant, or whatever his name is. Chalant? Yeah, he's been, he's been solid. But, I mean, Jacksonville, he, he said, you know, they, they're not going to take Trevor Lawrence because I'm going to go out there and ball. And, you know, I hear a lot of people talk about him, like, 
oh yeah, it's Gardner Minshew, whatever. But he he plays pretty good, man. And um, yeah, I've been really impressed with him. Also been impressed with Derek Carr, and because Derek Carr has been taking a lot of heat that Gruden is going to move on from him and whatnot, and you know. He has that big game against the Panthers, and then he has another big game against the Saints. So I think that was a big statement game for him, you know. Um, they got Darren Waller out there balling in that game against uh, New Orleans, and that was a big game that they needed. And so, so I uh, props to Derek Carr. Hopefully, he can play like that because I think he's a he's an average QB man, but he just gets a lot of heat. I don't know why, but maybe because oh, um, I'm sorry, Las Vegas. There's a lot of eyes out there on the Raiders. So, but um. Overrated teams, man. I probably want to say the Cardinals. I'm going to say the Cardinals, and this is why. Um, week one, I, I honestly feel like the Niners gave away that game. Uh, they were in lead the whole game. And, um, you know, Jimmy played pretty bad in the second half. He missed a lot, of, a lot of throws where that game should have been put away, and they just didn't. And they just hung on. And not to say Kyler Murray isn't special because he is, but I, I don't think the team's there yet. And I they're 2-0, and but... Uh, I'm not really buying the hype on uh, Arizona out there. And then this this past weekend against uh, Washington, I was watching the highlights of that game, man, and and Washington shot themselves in the foot. Uh, there was this play where they, they pick off Kyler Murray, and then they have the ball at their 20, Washington, and then next thing you know, Dwayne Haskins fumbles the ball. And then Arizona goes on this crazy run again. But uh, Washington and Washington really shot themselves in the foot. I'm, I'm not sold on Arizona's defense, but I know people are talking about them like playoff contenders. But Kyler Murray and D Hop got nothing bad to say about them. But for the rest of the team, uh, there's a lot of question marks. Yeah, I think I I, I think Arizona is still out there. They're suspect. I mean, their defense, especially defensively. I think Kyler Murray, we know that he's good, and D Hop is good. Uh, but their defense is very suspect, in my opinion. Uh, so we're gonna have we're gonna see what they're all about, especially towards the end of the season where the schedule, you know, gets a little bit tougher, and uh, and we're gonna see what uh, the Cardinals are all about. But uh, I want to know, and I'm curious to see uh, what you think about your team so far. Uh, I've been really impressed with the Packers offensively, man. Like I said. We took a lot of heat for not taking a receiver, but um, like I said, man, there there was a, there was a lot of hype on MVS and Alan Lazard coming off last year. That I understand why they didn't take a receiver. They really trusted these guys, you know. Everybody was bailing on uh, MVS because he had that horrible second year, but uh, a lot of people don't remember Devontae's second year. You know, Devontae had that promising rookie year, and then that second year where he messed up his ankle, terrible man. He was dropping everything. Uh, people people were saying, oh, Trey Devontae's a bust, whatnot. People uh, gave up on him because of that, you know, because of that bad second year. And I saw the same thing in the MBS. MBS last year, man, great speed, great player, but dropped so many balls and looked out of rhythm sometimes. He didn't even see the field uh, a lot last year because of all his mistakes he was making. And then he really stepped up the camp. You saw the praise by Rodgers, MBS. MVS, watch out for MVS, and then this and that, and then you have a Lazard, man. He trusts Lazard in those third downs, I think, even a little bit more than Devontae. It's like Devontae and Lazard, he, he, he goes to those guys every third down, dude, because he trusts those two. You know, MVS, I still, he needs to work on his uh, catching ability, but offensively, man, this team looks scary. And uh, we got a tough task this, this Sunday night against uh, 
Saints because I think Saints still have good defense. Um, but we'll see how that turns out. Defensively, I need to see more. See what we could do this week <clears throat> against uh, Drew Brees and that Saints offense. Hopefully, Mike T plays so we can. I can really see what we have on this uh, defense if we can really keep up with a high power offense like New Orleans. Yeah, I think I think the Packers are still out there. Uh, it's early right now. I think it's early for everybody. Um, but yeah, the, the Packers, uh, their offense looks really good in these first two games. The run game looks amazing. Looks like Aaron Jones hasn't lost a beat. Um, so I mean, they look they look good. Uh, but it's early right now. Two two weeks into the season, no preseason. A lot of these teams, there's gonna be a lot of teams that look good. There's gonna be a lot of teams that look really bad. Uh, uh, another team I want to talk about real quick is is my team. Uh, I feel like I feel like uh, we got this big injury bug right now that I don't know what's going on there. Uh, but I I just feel like if my team finds a way to to get out of this little injury bug that we got going, we're gonna be all right towards a stretch run. Because I, as I look at our division, you know. I look at Seattle, and Seattle goes wherever Russell Wilson takes them. Russell Wilson is an amazing quarterback. He's probably one of the top. He's probably the top quarterback in the NFL right now, in my opinion. I I I, I think Russell Wilson's really good. So it's pretty much Russell Wilson, and that's it, man. Because he makes everything happen on that offense, and he makes them go. As far as that defense. I mean, I know my Niners are hurt right now, and they got, you know, Bosa out for the season and Solomon Thomas out for the season. But I'll take my Niners defense the way it is right now, all banged up over that Seattle defense. Because I was watching that game Sunday night. Man, they let they let New England back in. They had that game. That game was pretty much done, dude. Russell Wilson had to throw, what, four touchdowns to win that game? Five touchdowns to win that game? I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you could. I don't know if that recipe works all the time. Uh, you look at KC last year. KC didn't have a great defense, but they had playmakers and they made plays when it counted. And I and I think, but I, I look at Seattle and dude, they don't even have a pass rush. It's it's crazy. Like quarterbacks just chilling back there. So if I'm the Niners, I'm not I'm I'm not worried about as far as that defense. I'm worried about Russell Wilson, obviously, but I'm not I'm not worried about that defense one bit. Kyler Murray, we talked about them. The Rams, I still got to see more, man, because I feel like Rams, you know, they've played all their top guys. They got all these, but they haven't got hit with the injury bug. And I feel like, you know, I feel like every team eventually is going to get hit with this injury bug. Uh, don't wish inj- injury on none, of, on none of these players, you know, because, you know, a lot of these guys make their living off this and it sucks to go down with an injury. But... But I just feel like a lot of these teams, they're going to hit, get hit with an injury bug some way, somehow. And I just feel like the Rams don't have the depth. You know, they don't have the depth uh, to sustain some injuries, especially, like, let's say a star player like Aaron Donald goes down. Like, who are they going to put? You know? Even uh, their corner, Ramsey, like, if he goes down, like, who who's gonna, who's the lockdown corner after that? I mean, I don't know. I just feel like – and then I just feel like the Niners, they just, they just got to get, get, get rid of this injury bug and we'll be all right. I mean – I like what I saw from Jimmy on Sunday. I know we played the Jets, but it seems like after he rolled his ankle and after he he had the high ankle sprain, sprain he, he got it going for some reason. I, I saw that old Jimmy when we first got him. Like 
he just started getting rid of the ball quick. He started moving around more. He knew that that he couldn't sit back there, so he had to make quick decisions. And I just feel like when we have Jimmy like that, uh, making quick decisions back there, going through his reads uh, and and finding the open guy, he's he's dangerous. You know, it's just. And I'm excited to see what the Niners uh, put out there on offense, especially when we get Jordan. I mean, we have Jordan Reed right now. Hopefully, we get Kittle back. Uh, Garoppolo's not. He's probably not going to play this week. Probably going to have Nick Mullins start. But as soon as we get him back, probably the following week versus Philadelphia, uh, and 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 get Debo Samuel's back. This offense, and then our run game. I feel like our run game hasn't got going at all. We have a couple big plays that have gone for 80 yards, but, like, it's not like what it was last year in the NFC Championship game where we would have drives of 10 plays just running the ball. So I just feel like our line needs to get going. If we get our offense going, I just feel like like it's it's going to take the offense this year to carry the Niners. Last year was the defense, and I think this year if the Niners are going to go far, uh, they're going to need their offense to pick it up. Yeah, I think the Niners will be okay. They just got to get healthy for sure. They got a pretty, um, I don't want to say easy matchup, but they got a good chance to 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 win this week against the Giants because the Giants are struggling a lot. Obviously, losing Saquon as well. Defense is suspect. Daniel Jones showing some uh, some uh, some growing pains, I guess you could say. Man, he's really struggling right now, but um, might be because of the old line. We'll see what happens. But going into this. Um, Let's go to our week three picks. Ready? Ready. Let's start with the Thursday night game. Jags, Dolphins, who you got? At, at Jags. Uh, I, I think Jags take the, take care of business. Um, I Like you like you pointed out earlier, I think uh, Minshew, he's not, a, he's not, he's not somebody that's uh, just, just caving in the season. And I like that about him, dude. That, 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 that's, that shows a lot. I, I, I'm a huge believer. I'm I'm more of a believer in Minshew than uh, Baker Mayfield right now. And they came out in the same draft, and they're about the same height and, and everything. And uh, Minshew has has shown a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of spirit, and and I like him. So I I'm taking the Jags. Yeah, I'm taking the Jags as well. I already said my praise on Minshew, man. I I think Jacksonville. It, it looked like they would be the worst team in the. The NFL season, but I don't think so. I think they'll be probably they'll win a couple games out there, but nothing gets worse out there than uh, Jets feeling bad for Donald out there. But uh, <laughs> moving on to our next game, Niners Giants. Uh, I think I I think uh, I think the Niners squeak this one out. Uh, but I do think that it's gonna be much closer than people think because uh, we have so many injuries going on right now. We have like five players out starters so I think it's gonna be much closer but I think the Niners are able to handle business uh Giants they're really struggling man you know they lost Saquon and and even when Saquon was there I felt like he couldn't get it going like that offensive line I don't know what's going on they they made some additions and it just seems like they're not they're not hitting on strides yet but I don't think any offensive line is really hitting on strides right now but yeah Giants uh and then Daniel Jones I just feel like he needs a couple more weapons man a lot of these guys like Shepard and, and Golden Tate. Some of these guys are not even available, and he has a uh, he has Slayton right now as his only dude where he could rely. I mean, even Evan Ingram is another guy. He drops the ball a lot. I seen him the other day. He had like three drops. So I don't know. They got to do much better if they they think uh, 
Like they did, they think they're gonna beat us this weekend. Yeah, uh, no Jimmy G. Obviously, more most likely this Sunday, but I expect a a big game from McKinnon and uh, the Niners D this week. Washington Browns at Browns. Uh, I think I'm taking the Browns here. Uh, Washington is another team that I kind of look at them like the Jags. They're not. They're not really, you know, giving it up. But I think the Browns are just a much talent, more talented team. I, I'm taking the Browns, but uh, but I just wanted to give a quick uh, shout out to the Redskins. Uh, they're playing hard for their coach, man. Uh, Ron Rivera, you know, uh, got diagnosed with cancer, and I mean this guy is in halftime in the halftime in in the locker room, you know. Uh, taking IDs, man, and I think the players see that and they're like, "Damn, my coach is out there, coaching and taking IDs at halftime to try to coach us up and and get us that." So I, I also wouldn't be surprised if Washington shows up with their coach, like you know, like they have so far this season. Yeah, this is a tricky game as well, man. Uh, I'm gonna take the Browns, but I think uh, Washington could pull off the upset. Like I said, I, I feel like they they shot themselves in the foot this week in Arizona. Uh, it was a two-score two game it ended up being, but uh, they really let Arizona uh, off the hook on some turnovers, some 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 really bad mistakes by Washington. I, I expect them to clean it up, and then I'm not really sold on the Browns yet. Just, but, you know, that defense was, you know, they go up against Burrow. You expect them to, to punk Burrow a little bit, but he really uh, showed up against them. But, yeah, I'm taking the Browns just for this more town, like you said, but I wouldn't be surprised if Washington upsets. Bengals, Eagles. Man, uh, I want to say I want to say Bengals this game, man. I think I think the Bengals are, are they're they're a young, exciting team. Uh, their defense I don't think is is that bad. Uh, and Burrow, he showed he showed a lot of poise, man, for a rookie QB. And and right now I think Philadelphia, man, they're struggling, man. They are struggling. They they have all the receivers out. Uh, they, you know, Carson Wentz doesn't look right. Uh, their defense is, I mean, their offensive line is just hurting, dude. Also, I think, you know, I think that's probably another reason why they don't look so good. The offensive line is not giving Carson any time. But we'll see what happens with Philly. But I'm I'm rolling with the Bengals here. I'll tell you this. Carson Wentz had lots of time on uh on Sunday against the Rams, but man, he has some terrible balls out there. I was watching the highlights, and he threw some really bad balls out there. But I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Eagles on this one. I just I think the Bengals are still a young team. I think Burrow's still a young quarterback. I I would expect Philly to show up, you know, in, uh, in this game. You know, take advantage of a young quarterback, especially they're they have a pretty solid defense on paper. Uh, Eagles, so I'm gonna take the Eagles. I think they squeeze an ugly game out. I see like a game like 17, 14, something, something ugly like that. But uh, I'm gonna take the Eagles on this. Raiders, Patriots, it's gonna be good. Uh, I think this is gonna be a test for the Raiders. Um, I think they, 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 you know, the Panthers, they're a good, good, solid team. Uh, especially offensively, I think Panthers are, are good, and they, they got that win out there. Uh, the Monday night Raiders really showed up. That run game was going. Uh. I think I like I think I like what Gruden has done with the run game. Uh, I still want to see a little bit more from Carr. I know he's had two two good games for the Raiders, but if he's thinking of being if he's thinking of going to New England and beating New England, 
Well, it doesn't matter because there's no fans. And it doesn't matter, but but just anytime you play New England, you think you're gonna beat them, you you have to you have to be able to to throw the ball, especially down the field. Uh, you're not gonna beat them on just running the ball. You're not gonna you 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 really need to push the ball down the field, and we'll see what happens with Gilmore uh, down there. But I'm taking the Patriots. Yeah, man, I want to say Raiders, but I think the Patriots are going to squeeze this out. Uh, I just think uh, Patriots, they're on a roll right now. Even they lost, even though they lost that game in Seattle, that was a tough game, man. But uh, obviously, you see the poise on, uh, you see how Cam Newton is playing right now, and I don't see anybody on that uh, Raiders defense out that's going to stop Cam out there, you know, running or throwing the ball. I think it might be a shootout. I do think so. Um I think if you're the Raiders, you got to do what Russell did uh, the other day, and that's attack Gilmore. You know, they don't have a receiver like DK, big body like that, to take advantage of Gilmore, but I think that's the only way Raiders could win this, but I'm taking the pass. <clears throat> now the game, Bears-Falcons. Oh, Bears-Falcons, that's that's an intriguing matchup, but I think I'm going to take a, it's an interesting matchup. Because I think uh, Bears have a good defense uh, and Falcons offense, man. I feel like Falcons, they should be one and one right now, dude. What were they thinking this last past week? I don't know what happened to special teams, but they pretty much gift wrapped Dallas uh, uh, that game. That was their game. They gift wrapped it to them. For the Dallas Cowboy fans out there that think they won the Super Bowl, it's September. Relax. But uh, but yeah, I, I I'm t- I'm taking. I'm taking Atlanta. I think Atlanta shows up. They're probably going to be pissed off. They gave Dallas that game, uh, and I think they they show up. And uh, I still, I'm still, I know uh, Chicago's two and zero, but I'm still suspect on uh, on Mitchell Trubisky. I got, I got to see more. I got to see more. I know the defense is legit, but uh, offensively, I got to see more. Yeah, man. As you can see, Sunday, Mitch couldn't put the Giants away, and Giants don't really have a good defense. And I'm not saying Atlanta does, but I mean, we're going to see how good uh, Chicago is this year because Atlanta's offense is pretty scary, man. And um, and, and Matt Ryan has been able to put up points on Seattle, on Dallas. It's been nothing to him. He's been shredding those defenses. And um, we'll see We'll see if he can do the same on Chicago. But I'm taking Atlanta. That's a big power, power offense. And if Mitch can't put up points, that defense is going to get tired and Matt Ryan's going to get on the roll late. I'm taking the Falcons. Rams, Bills, this is a good one. Yeah, this is a good one, but I think uh, this is uh, the one that uh, that gives uh, gives the Rams their first loss. I, I like the Bills here. Uh, Josh Allen, man, he's been playing. He's been on a roll. That's probably another surprise that I didn't mention earlier. He's been on a roll, throwing TDs, running the ball. Uh, Stephon Diggs been balling. That defense, we know they're legit. So, uh, so yeah, I, I'm taking the Bills here. I think they'll probably win by double digits. Yeah, I'm really impressed with the Rams' offense. I think offensively they look uh, a lot like they did before. Man, I think I think getting rid of Gurley, man, knowing Gurley was hurt, and you know, getting rid of Brandon Cooks. Now they're really like a more balanced offense. You know, uh, they're finding Woods, they're finding Cup on those third downs, and they also got that. Uh, I think the, that rookie receiver, Vance Jefferson. Jefferson. Yeah, he's been pretty good, too. And, you know, running back committee. But uh, I think I think offensively, they've been doing a good job rolling out golf, getting them comfortable. So I think I, I give them credit on that, but I'm not sold on their defense. I think it's Donald Ramsey, and then everybody else is 
I don't know who who these guys are, man, but I think they're gonna have a tough time with uh, Josh Allen out there and Stephon Diggs and another big surprise, John Brown, man. Well, not big surprise, but a, a big contri- contributor has been John Brown. He's been even with Diggs there. I guess Diggs is getting the double teams and Brown is balling on the other side. So um, I'm taking the Bills too. Yeah, uh, yeah. So we'll see what happens with that matchup. But the, the another one we got is uh, Texans Steelers. Uh, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna roll with Pittsburgh here just because I think they're a better defense. Uh, Houston. I mean, I feel, kind of feel bad for Houston. You know, they made all those moves in the offseason. It doesn't seem like a lot of them have worked out for them. And and then not only that, they start they start the season and they got to pay. The defending champs, and then they got to play uh, the Ravens, and now they got to play Pittsburgh. So they they've started off with a brutal schedule. So, but I think I think Pittsburgh is a more talented team. I feel like their front seven is just nasty, and I just I just I just see Pittsburgh uh, handling this game. Yeah, Pittsburgh has a uh, a nasty defense, um, and I it really sucks because I really like Watson, and uh, I really like some of the players that Houston has out there, like JJ Watt. Obviously, Randall Cobb, you know, uh, Brandon Cooks, you know, Will Fuller as well. Man, they're all good. They're all guys you cheer for because they've been through a lot injury-wise and whatnot. Uh, but, man, these Houston has had a brutal schedule to start off the season. And I think I think a couple of years ago they went 0-3 and they still made the playoffs. Uh, I can see them fighting for a playoff down the road. But this Sunday I'm taking the Steelers, man. I think the Steelers are a more complete team. Um Offensively, uh, James Conner should be able to run on that defense. And then we're going to throw in some fantasy advice. If you guys have David Johnson, I say you sit him out this week. I have DJ, and I'm going to sit him out because that that, that front seven is nasty for uh, Pittsburgh out there. Can you agree? <laughs> we're going to move on to the next game. Um, Vikings-Titans. Vikings-Titans. Ah, man, I don't know what's going on with the Vikings this year. I expected... Uh, I didn't expect no one to start. That's for sure. But uh, I think I'm gonna roll. I think I'm gonna roll with the Titans here. I think the Titans just have a good defense. The Tannehill has been playing really good. Uh, Derrick Henry hasn't even got going, so that's the scary part. I think with the Titans, uh, that pass game has been much better. So I, I'm gonna roll with the Titans here. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with the Titans too. I'm not gonna roll react on the Vikings and uh, bury them, but. Uh... I think they're going through some young guys' struggles right now. And um, obviously, everybody's overreacting about Kirk's horrible game against the Colts last week. But I feel like Kirk has one every year. I just think it happens. But uh, I, I expect this team to get better down the stretch. And they, I can see them fighting for a playoff spot down the road. But as for this week, I have them going three just because of how good Tennessee's playing. I think Tennessee has an underrated defense. They haven't even gotten going yet, but they... They do the little things. They get the turnovers when they need to. They get the sacks when they need to. And like you said, um, Henry hasn't gotten going, and then uh, J.D. Uh, Clowney hasn't gotten going either, man. He's not really a sack guy, but he's a big part in the run. So I see Tennessee taking this game. Chargers, Panthers. Uh, I think I, I, got, I, I, like the, I like the Chargers in this game, especially if Herbert's playing. Uh, it looks like he's going to be playing this week again. I was really impressed with the rookie, knowing that you're going to start 30 minutes before the game. That's insane. Uh, the starter goes down 30 minutes before the game. You learn you're going to play, and he got to play Mahomes and the defending champs. 
So I mean, dude, that's that's crazy right there. I I dude, he he, he really uh, Herbert really impressed me. Um, this uh this last uh, game. So I I like the Chargers and I like what they've been doing in the run game. Their defense, even though they lost Derwin James, they're still solid. Uh, goes to show you that that system is well coached and uh and the. I'm rolling with the Chargers. And as far as the uh, Panthers, I just feel like they're a young team and they got a lot of holes. So. Should we even go with this next game? <laughs> well, I'm going to pick the Chargers too, man. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if the, if the Panthers uh, pull this off just because, you know, Teddy's a veteran quarterback. Herbert might make some mistakes. For just being... because you have Robbie Anderson on your team. No, uh, Herbert might make some mistakes. We, we don't know. But um, first of all, I want to say shout out to Tyrod Taylor, whatever happened there. With the doctor, that's that's disturbing. That's weird. I uh, never heard anything like that. So hopefully he's good uh, health wise. So, but um, yeah, I'm gonna take the Chargers. Wouldn't be surprised if the Panthers win though. Uh, Colts, Jets. We're not gonna spend time. We're on not this. gonna spend time on this. Colts probably win by like three touchdowns. Jets, mess. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. Well, I do. They're they're horrible. Okay, Cowboys, Seattle. What you got? I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna roll right here with. Uh, God. <laughs> I know I'm gonna roll Seattle just because just because of Russell Wilson, dude. Uh, but like I told you guys earlier, don't don't think Seattle's defense is any good. So I feel like Dallas is gonna put up a bunch of points and could turn into a shootout. This probably could be one of the uh, the, the game of the week. You know, a lot of points going uh, back and forth. Uh, back and forth. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll with Seattle. I'm going to tell you the Cowboys. I uh, think uh, Dak's been playing really good, man. Uh, I know they went, they got into a pretty bad second half for the first game, but I like Dak, dude. I really like Dak. I like that offense. I like Mike. Uh, defensively, it's a mess out there in Dallas, too. I don't know what's going on. They're not supposed to be that bad, but I see them uh, pulling this one off just because you say that, that Seattle defense is pretty, pretty terrible. There's Jamal Adams, and then uh, I don't know, man. Bobby Wagner, but I don't know what's going on out there, dude. But uh, I'm going to take the Cowboys in a good game, though. Lions, Cardinals. You know what, man? I think Galladay comes back for the Lions this week. And I think Matt Stafford really misses Galladay. Uh, I was reading some stat that when Galladay's on the field and Stafford is on the field together, they like put up some crazy numbers offensively. The offense is much different. I'm gonna roll with the Lions here with the upset, uh, just because I feel like, I feel like, uh, you know, Matt Matt Stafford is he's probably gonna want to show up. His team is only two, man. He's probably his last year in Detroit, just because of the fact that they're probably gonna rip that thing apart, blow it down if they don't do anything. So, I'm gonna roll with the Lions here. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Lions too. I don't think the Lions, another team that shouldn't be zero two. I think they should be one and one. They. They really blew that game-winning touchdown against uh, Chicago Week One. Uh, Matthew Stafford, great quarterback. You get Galladay, you get a weapon like Galladay. Uh, I see them putting big numbers on uh, Arizona and getting that uh, one and two Lions. Got a lot of respect for Stafford, even though he's in our division. Bucks, Broncos. Uh, I'm gonna roll with the Bucks here, but I think it's gonna be a, a close game right here. Uh, I was really impressed with no Drew Locke though. Yeah, but Driscoll came in and he did pretty good against Pittsburgh's defense. Pittsburgh's defense is tops in the NFL, so 
But uh, yeah, I guess it's, I'm gonna just I'm gonna roll with Tampa Bay. I just feel like too many weapons there. Uh, Brady needs to get going, so maybe this is the game where he can try to get going. Uh, should be an interesting game, but I'm rolling with the Bucks. Yeah, Broncos. Too many injuries. Von Miller, obviously. Drew Locke, Cordell Sutton. Uh, yeah, Bucks should win this. Uh, and they're on the road, but like you said, it doesn't really matter. Uh, but Brady does suck at uh, Denver, doesn't he? Oh yeah, Brady. Brady's <laughs> had some horrible games in Denver. He's like a sub five hundred record there, or five hundred record there. It's it's ridiculous. So um, probably the only place he struggles at. But I I still think the Bucks pull it out. Sunday night, Packers Saints. Uh, I'm gonna roll with the Packers here just because I feel like I've said this before on this podcast, and and I'm gonna keep continuing to say it. I don't think. Drew Brees, can, he's he's done, man. He's done. A lot of people are probably going to be like, well, what are you talking about? Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer and everything, but he's done. His arm, he cannot throw more than 30 yards down the field, bro. And and if you want to be if you want to be able to put up points with high offenses like Green Bay and, you know, other uh, – like Russell Wilson and these guys, man, you're going to need your quarterback to throw down the field. I mean – that Raiders game, it just seemed like everything was two to five yards, nothing nothing more than that. And especially when you don't have your playmaker like Michael Thomas, uh, I'm gonna roll I'm gonna roll with the Packers. Earlier in the season when we did uh the Packers prediction, I beat the Saints. That day I felt like we were gonna get our first loss here against uh Saints. But honestly, man, I'll tell you this right now. I think I'm more scared of the Falcons than I am the Saints. And this is why, because I just feel like that Falcons offense is high power, bro. Uh, we'll see how they do against Chicago this week, but and I'll make my prediction next week, next Wednesday when we do this. But I'm more scared of the Falcons, so I'm pick. Uh, I feel like we get that dub against uh, the Saints. Limited fans there, uh, nothing compared to all those fans when it's full capacity. And like you said, no Mike Thomas. If there isn't, even uh, even if there is Mike Thomas, uh, just they're gonna have fans. Yeah, limited. But uh, like you said, Drew Brees, not a knock on him, but man, once you reach that age and you can't throw them more, it's normal. Brady, too, man, you know? It's normal for these guys. They've been doing it for so long, throwing for so many yards. You know, you just got to hang it up, you know? And I think, well, uh, that's it. I feel like we get this big dub. And then we got that big Monday night, Chiefs, Ravens. This is probably the game of the year. I mean, I know this young in the schedule. I don't know. ESPN did a great job for getting this game. I don't know how they got this game. Usually Monday nights, uh, they don't have they don't have the best uh, selection. Monday nights, uh, a lot of Monday night games are feel like they're not interconference or 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 I just feel like uh, they're not such a big game like this. And this is a big game week three. Man, I think I'm gonna go with the Ravens this game. I feel like Ravens are gonna show up and uh, they're gonna handle business. Uh, Lamar Jackson's uh, probably. Wants to show show that uh, that he's the top dog in the AFC, and he's probably this is a playoff game. It's like a playoff game, and he's gonna want to show on the national TV that hey, uh, what happened in the playoffs was a fluke, and and I'm ready to handle a big team. So I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll with the Ravens. Yeah, I'm gonna roll with the Ravens too. I think they have the better defense. I think uh, I think Lamar has really matured as a quarterback. I think. That offense looks even scarier than it did last year just because I feel like they're getting more people involved. They're getting the running backs involved. Andrews, Marquise Brown. It's just you really don't know the direction they're going to go. And 
I feel like they have a little better defense than uh, Kansas City, so I think they'll be able to contain Mahomes at least a couple plays, and that'll be the outcome of the game, or the difference in the game, actually. But um, these are our picks for Week Three. We'll we'll see who comes on top. We didn't we didn't really have much difference. We had about two three games difference. So we'll see who 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 comes out on top on the record, and we'll keep track every week and then see who has the better record. But um, thank you guys for listening to our pod. It's been a while since we've done one. It's good to be back. And I hope everybody's good out there to the next episode. Yeah, sounds like a deal. We'll keep track of this. Uh, felt good to get back on this, just like my brother said. And uh, this should be, uh, this should be uh, a streak that we're going to have rolling. Uh, sports is back. Uh, exciting times uh, are back in sports. So there's a lot of content for us to talk about. So we'll see you guys next week. Peace.